Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hey, After Buzzers, welcome to the MasterChef After Show. Look at that. That looks smooth as silk right there. We're going to be talking about the latest episode, A Piece of Cake. Find out how our home chef did when they have to compete against a uh, for a sweet 16 birthday competition. Let's do it. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Ah, look at that. There you go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the MasterChef After Show here on After Buzz TV. A little bit of the Archie's. Sugar Sugar playing us in, says we are talking about a sweet pressure test later on in this episode. I'm one of your hosts, Frank Moran. You can follow me on Twitter at HappyGoJackie. And to my left, we have the lady that is the whole reason you tune in for this show. It's not true. Maria Provenzano. I am digging this song. <laughs> I didn't know what song they picked because I was primping myself because it's been a long day. Um... But anyways, I'm very excited about this. That was a good call, Frank. I am Maria Provenzano, and you can find me at Maria Provenzano on Twitter, and all of my inf- information will be there. And I did not get to make you anything today. I'm so sorry. That's right. I mean, I mean, I flew all the way across I the country know. to get here. You did. Uh, and I was like, I can't disappoint Maria Provenzano. I got to be here. And then I disappointed him. I'm That's so sorry. All right. That's I'll right. make it up. I was on um, the Hallmark Channel filming for Home and Family. All day. So if you guys like the Hallmark Channel, um, Home and Family is a really great show on there that I contribute DIYs to every once in a while. And I just will happen to be on the show tomorrow. Look at that. And I happen to be out doing something where I was filming for the Hallmark Channel as well. So look at that. That's right. Oh, how great. And we can't forget the person that makes us sound so good here. In the booth we have James. Hello. 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 Uh, We're hoping you can hear James this time. We got some notes from our our, um, viewers that they had a hard time or couldn't hear him the last time. So if you guys can hear him or you can't hear him, just let us know. That's right. And we do not want to miss any of James's special thoughts throughout the episode. Yes. Uh, And last week, I know it was nice. I had a little fan shout out to me on Twitter about saying, hey, I missed you last week. Are you going to chime in about any thoughts? About uh, last week's episode before you roll into this next one. And I will just say it's really cool that we got to see a double elimination because they always tease it on MasterChef. Like more than one home cook can go home. Uh And we rarely, if ever, have seen that. And it was so great to see a double elimination episode. So sorry, Diana and DeAndre. I do not miss either of you, especially (laughs) especially Diana. I mean, it was too many times at the bottom. She needed to go. Yes. So see you later, Diana. But now, yeah. let's talk about tonight's episode here. We got a piece of cake. So it yes. starts off there where, of course, we have Edward Lee. He was here last week, and he's back this week in a sweet little blue uh, cowboy mean, shirt. Robin had a very big problem with his fashion the last time. <laughs> I don't think she would have liked this one either. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, uh, he is back, and we find out the challenge this week is uh, the reason probably dressed so colorfully. is the And uh, Christina's got uh, her uh, do, Do's Before Over Bros. Do's Over bros. bros shirt. Yes. And I want it. You want that. Sorry, right. I'm trying to get, I promise I'm just, I'm listening. I'm just trying to get our, oh, no our worries. Um, chat up on here. Uh, we find out that the challenge on the reason that they're dressed so colorfully. Uh, uh, that. Sorry, they said, Maria, that's two weeks and no delicious food. I know. I feel terrible. Yeah. You know who else knows? My uh. belly knows that too. My belly <laughs> Absolutely knows that. 
the uh, the challenge is they have sweet, sweet 16 birthdays. And so they're going to be cooking for 30 kids that are going to be celebrating their 16th birthday. That sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I think this sounds like the worst thing ever. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you know, it's interesting because I guess the as they're talking about how you're going to approach this, the idea was to try to hopefully cook foods, cook meals for them that are maybe re- remind them of comfort food they had growing up, but elevated. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if either of our teams really approached that, that in that fashion. <laughs> I mean... I think the um, red team with the uh, mashed sweet ma- mashed potatoes, but sweet mashed potatoes. I guess maybe in the mashed potatoes and the chicken and the bacon type of thing. Maybe I think they were closer to that. But I just I I was saying to Frank when we were watching it. I'm like, why not do like elegant um, sweet potato fries? I thought that, that sounded nice. good with like some really nice parmesan, or you could do. I don't. I mean, the the other thing that I didn't like about this um, one in particular with the the criticism from the judges is that they really didn't give 16 year olds enough credit. They're like, well, they're 16. They're not going to like vegetables. They're not three. Like my (laughs) three year old doesn't like vegetables. Just so when I was 16, I used to love roasted vegetables. If they're done in a good way. I mean, I don't think they're giving the 16 year olds enough credit. I thought that that bright green puree that they decided to scratch, I thought would have been perfect on the plate because it's bright and it's inviting and I think it would have balanced out a lot of different things. Right. Well, we'll get back to that. Sorry. Just one. No, really no, you jumped that. No, no. Maria's, I, I'm excited about this episode because I have a lot of questions for Maria because she had a lot of opinions about this. Well, we yeah, Frank episode. and I watched this together and I was like flipping out the entire, <laughs> I mean, literally flipping out the entire episode. So it's going to be exciting. And uh, as Maria was saying before, she is in manning the chat right now. So if you have thoughts and comments about this episode as well, feel free to chime in on the chat if you have a question for Maria and talk ter- in terms of the food prep they did, in terms of the baking challenge they did for the pressure test, chime in on the chat and we'll get to those comments and thoughts and questions yeah. as we go on through the episode. How They're do you saying- like your sweet potato fries, Maria? Or Frank, or both. I don't like sweet potato <laughs> fries, to be honest. Period at all? Have you never had a good one? I love sweet potato fries. And I like them with, like, Parmesan and maybe some thyme, like fresh thyme. I've never had them like that. Mm-hmm. I used to, I've had them with cayenne pepper and cinnamon. Oh, well, I can like that, I've too. I've had them mm. where it's, like, uh, s- I think sesame seeds, maybe, and honey. Oh, wow. Like glaze. Sesame Ooh. seeds and honey. And so. then you like the cinnamon and what else was the on cayenne. the cinnamon? Pepper. Cinnamon, yeah, cinnamon, cayenne. And sweet potato, because sweet potatoes, you tend to have a lot of sweet potatoes in the fall. So that's a very, like, fall spin hmm. with sweet potatoes. Let us know if you guys and eat sweet potato And then as far fries. as veggie goes, I mean, like, asparagus with, like, melted cheese is always good. And oh, yeah. Exactly. You know what? That's right. You, I don't know if there was, it wasn't cheese in the boxes. Nobody did anything really cheesy. No, that's true. They did and not. everybody, it doesn't matter if you're 16. Like, everybody loves cheese. Everybody, yeah, that, I think that's a universal truth. Yes. Yes, unless you're lactose intolerant, and at which point then, then you, you may still love it, but then you hate it. <laughs> <laughs> so we find out the captains, though, for this team are uh, Eric and Katie, who had the best, uh, most successful dishes last week. Yeah. Uh, so they get separated. Eric's the red team. Katie's the blue team. And just as they picked their teams, I thought Eric had a standout team. Mm-hmm. He had Sean, Tenoria, Terry, Alejandro, and Dan. I mean, just right off the top, those first four, uh, yeah, first three, Sean, Tenoria, yeah. and Terry. Really strong heavy hitters on that. I thought I thought for sure he, going in he had the advantage. You know, and I did too because of Terry and Tenoria. But um, but you know, Dan's always he's actually pulled through a lot. Dan has. I think his personality is what gets him in trouble. Yeah. Um, but his food has actually generally been good. Like last week with the balls, he was good. Um, they're surprisingly good. Yes. The the testicles. Yeah. He seems um, so reluctant to call those by their proper name. You know. 
<laughs> you know. Um, anyway, so yeah, the, and then, uh, but yeah, Alejandro, I just, I he struggled. He's been struggling, you know. So I was, it was a little, I was a little worried about yeah. that. Uh, and then we have on the blue team, of course, Katie picks her team, uh, Brandy, Andrea, David Diamond. And let's just talk for a moment about how annoying Nathan was during this episode. Man, I'm not a huge Nathan fan to begin with. And this one, boy, did him no favors. This was pretty bad. Like, Frank and I were watching this together. Okay, and by the way, normally Frank watches prior to coming here, and I'm always sitting here by myself watching. Frank was sitting there with me. We watched together because he's been traveling, and he didn't get to watch it last night. And I got to witness Frank's, like... And my, like, you got to witness my frustration of watching Nathan in this episode. It was beyond bearable, almost. It was almost yeah. like, I, I, I was like, is this real? How did he even get on the show? He didn't know how to cut tomatoes. That, come on. Like, you, don't, you do not know how to dice tomatoes? That I mean, was ridiculous. And then he was like, wait, tomato, fresh tomatoes with fresh avocado? I'm like, yeah. Fresh tomatoes with fresh avocados is like... One of my favorite salads was some really great burrata and like, uh, oh, just salt and pepper or even red pepper flakes. I mean, well, it so was frustrating. Just beyond. It was beyond. It was everything. It was like he was, I don't know. I don't know what was going on. Well, uh, well they said we, they knew you'd be cringing. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Because we find out as uh, they, 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 they wheel out Edward and Gordon, they wheel out two big gifts for them because it's all if you're talking about 16th birthday you need to have presents yeah and so each team gets one of those huge presents and they have to use whatever's inside there to prepare their meals uh so what i already nathan his first comment well first he was going to pee himself when he when he thought about that i'm like okay whatever nathan uh but then he said he can remember his 16th birthday and he had sushi and lots of greens and i just thought to myself what a dull party you must have had I well, like sushi. Come on, like for a sixteenth birthday, come on! Like, no, 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 you know, sushi and lots of greens. Like, whatever. Come on, I want to have fun. Yes, and you know what? I probably sixteen. I, I don't, I don't know if I. I mean, I was living in Michigan. We didn't have a lot of sushi there, so I probably didn't think sushi. But if I lived in L.A., I mean, we got. We yeah, but he's sushi. from like Kansas. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I, that, that's the kind of that's the kind of sixteenth birthday that makes me think only people who were there were like aunts and uncles and his mom and dad. Well, that and that's was it. okay. He's a bunch of adults and no, no other no, no other friends his age came. You know. When I turned 16, I went to City Walk and had pizza. That's a great <laughs> birthday right there. City Walk and pizza? Yes. Yeah. In our chat, let us know if you're hearing James. <laughs> I'm so worried about that because we got that note from um, one of our viewers. I think they hear you, James, right? I'm hoping. Yeah. I was excited that they weren't like, hey, tell that guy in the booth to shut up. Uh, that they were like, hey, we just can't hear what you have to say. My God, Which, they just wrote in the chat, sushi greens and no friends. You are all so bad. Yes, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> I agree. That is that. That is his 16th birthday to a T. It was, it was, it was painful listening to his complaining oh, and yes. his questions. And just, I mean, I felt really bad for Katie because I felt like she was going to rip her hair out. Yeah, because he wanted to be on the shrimp. He made it, as he kind of like whispered that the whole time, I want to be on the shrimp. I want to be on the shrimp. <laughs> and then he just gets, puts on veggie duty. And then as we were talking about, we've already seen how he failed miserably on that. I don't know. And, and he was so defensive too. Don't yell at me. Don't yell at me. Like they were not yelling at him. They yeah. were just, you know, we don't have time to coddle. We have to keep going. We got only a certain amount of time to cook this stuff. And to be honest, like you're on a, a show where you're supposed to be master chef. Like it, it... And I'll give it up for Andrea because she said exactly what I was thinking this whole time. Yes, is I that was, she's only you. a year older than him, and she is much more composed in the kitchen than he is. 
she was my favorite in this episode because she finally was just like, like, really, you should know how to cut tomatoes. And she was saying all the things we were thinking. And then she had to be, sorry if I'm sniffling, guys, my allergies are terrible. Um, But so she had to like go around and help him. And she was just like, I can't believe that I have to. Yeah, exactly. You should should be better than this. What we, I, James I didn't know a, what was going on James there. has a delightful photo that he tossed yeah. up there along the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, we see that, uh, of course, they come down and they start talking to the blue team. Uh, and Gordon kind of you know checks in with them, see what their idea is. And you can see, you see as they're breaking down the menu, they are all over the map in terms of seasoning, yeah. paper, t- in, ter- in terms of flavor profiles. And Gordon says, you got to just get all on the same page with this. Yeah, exactly. They were They had like... Well, he was funny. I, this is why, also why I like Andrea because he came over and he's like, "You have Latin." You know, she's like, "We don't have Latin. We don't like." She she was just like all sassafras yeah. in his face. I was like, "I like you. Yeah, we're gonna be friends." We're, it was all Asian for her. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Just <laughs> they, Asian. Well, that's what. They, and then they said, I, "What I loved is she's like, okay, we need to cut something. We need to cut the salsa. We have to cut the corn." And like Brandy's, that was her first instinct: cut the corn, whatever. And Nathan is like, oh, "Really? Like?" Oh my God! Mm-hmm. Snap! It's not about you. Yeah, you know. And please, Nathan, just take a message, a, a lesson from Dan. Dan, Dan wore shorts. He wore shorts as <laughs> he was cooking tonight, so you can relax on the the jacket and bow tie. He's really upset about this. That's just it's just too much. Come on. Oh, and I will say uh, the one other comment there about the, the the blue team, Brandy. Man, her hair was just man all over the place today. That was like a huge buffon. <laughs> that was big. That was big. That's all I'm going to say about Brandy. I just noticed how big that hair was at the beginning. She reined it in, though. She reined it in for that. You know, when she, yeah, she pulls her hair up. Um, every time she cooks, she has to pull her hair up, which I totally get because there's so much there. <laughs> and, you know, I think kudos. If Like, I, I like that she rocks what she has. You know, it's just a lot. That was just a lot. That was a big man of hair she came rocking in with. Now, the red team, their problem is, is that they probably have too many things. Uh, and so they decide, as they're talking to them, they decide to simplify and they get rid of the puree. Now, Maria, you did not agree with that. I was very upset about Well, here's the thing. This is why. Because they came um, they came over and said, but you're serving this to 16-year-olds. Like I mentioned before, you're serving this to 16-year-olds and it seems like a lot of veggies. But it's veggies, but not just like, here, I boiled or steamed some veggies and they're on a plate. Like, these are really gourmet and beautiful and I thought the color was so vibrant I was wondering how they got that vi- vibrancy out of those what was it parsnip do you, do you remember yeah uh, parsley parsnip? parsley yeah. yes oh that's added the green okay parsley and uh it was in a pea and pea yeah and parsnip right I thought I heard parsnip somewhere. there may have been okay if you guys know let us know but um but yeah so it was just I mean I was disappointed hearing from the chefs that they thought 16 year olds aren't i don't know cultured enough or educated enough or like their palates aren't you know whatever to enjoy vegetables when they're proper properly done i'm like come on now now did you agree though with the idea that they had too much going on and would you have kept the kept the puree and taken something off instead i think i would have had to like actually see things by like I don't I don't know looking at the plate they had the sweet potato they had the chicken and then they had some kind of sauce that went over it do I think that the green could have probably worked on there yeah I do I think it probably could have balanced something out to me it looked somewhat it looks kind of boring and bland in all honesty and it looks like it looked like a home cooked 
meal. And that's okay, but I think these are supposed to be elevated meals. You know what I mean? So I think in terms of appearance, the red was, or the blue is better. You know what would bum me out about that plate with those? Just seeing like this, like I agree that they should have done something different with the sweet potatoes. Because just seeing the mash of the chicken laying right on top of it, that just like, it just, it just like, this is like a banquet meal. That's what we're getting. That's kind of what it was like, yeah. Yeah. And it's like that presentation of that already made me like, whatever. I was not excited about that. So I agree if they would have done something else. Yeah. With that with that sweet potato. I think you I mean like I said everybody and everybody loves french fries. Not just 16-year-olds, but everybody loves french fries. And if you make them gourmet and you make them really nice um or even have like a good aioli, aioli is glorified mayo. But have an aioli on the side and like put them in a cool like for presentation, have them all standing up instead of setting on a plate. Like do some kind yeah. of cool thing where they're standing up and then have like really cool chicken with some sauces that you know can and then a dip. That would have been nice. I would have liked that much more because I felt like certainly sauces We're would have benefited fine. them. Yeah, because that chicken seemed to be way under seasoned for comparatively to the red. The, Which the, is the interesting blue team. because it was cooked in the bacon fat. Yeah. So you would think it would have a nice saltiness to it. But it certainly, man, it just seems like that seemed to be the general consensus that it was like, eh, kind of bland. Yeah, uh, no, as, as they're cooking away, though, they start letting in the teenagers for the Sweet 16 party, and they're just checking in with each other. Hey, you 16? Hey, so am I. Happy they're birthday. Like, I'm here with my friends. I'm like, you guys don't know each other. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And the one guy, the one uh, one kid that chimed in, the boy, where he says, oh, yeah, he called it his Sweet 16, too. And I feel like that just seems weird coming out of a uh, out of a boy's mouth. Like, I feel like Sweet 16, that seems to be more just girl-oriented. Like, you call it your Sweet 16 for for a girl or a, a boy. I'm here for my Sweet 16. Just Maybe he wanted his Sweet 16 to be sweet. Oh, that just seems so weird to me. I, I don't – James, did you call your Sweet 16 your Sweet uh, 16? I did not, sir. <laughs> we live in a different time now. It's 2016. That's perfectly fine. It's the year of the Sweet 16s for everybody. <laughs> it okay. is. There it you really go. is. We are not here to <laughs> – we're not here to judge. No, no, no. It just seemed that seemed weird. I feel like that's all right. Okay, I'm I'm standing alone on this ledge. Yeah. All right. That's fine. <laughs> and I will do that. I will do that. Everybody. <laughs> that is hilarious. But so, can we give a shout out just because I'm watching our playback to Frank's beard? Oh like God. Scruff. My scruff. My road scruff. Yeah. Look at me. <laughs> I like it. Do it. All right. I'll start a Twitter poll. Should I keep it or not? No. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. So we see the, the red team, though, has a little bit of a challenge. Again, raw chicken. Boy, uh, the raw foods being served, the raw proteins being served this season. Uh, they seem to be pretty yeah. heavy. Yeah. Chicken, well, and chicken, you can't, like. No, that's why that, that you can't. But it seems weird because they, they, they were, I mean, they're saying, as uh, Eric was saying, we're checking the temperature on all these. Uh, Gordon, <laughs> I'm glad he just didn't take that for, take it at its word. And say, no, no, I'm going to actually check this out myself. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, I mean. I think he's been, he's so experienced that he just knows by looking. And he walked over and he's just, he can, you know, you can tell by the touch. And he was like, mm, these are raw. Yeah, man, he really laid into him too, which I love. He did because you can cause some serious harm. I mean, salmonella poisoning or and, and like salmonella poisoning or just salmonella? <laughs> it's salmonella. Some, yeah. Food poisoning. It doesn't matter. It is, have you ever had food poisoning? Oof, yeah, it's not good. It's no. gnarly. Yeah, and I did like Gordon's like, you know, these kids have been dreaming about this for months. And then he, when he just like with Tenoria and Eric just pointing at them and just yelling, stop it. Mm-hmm. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of crazy. Yeah, I feel like I've gotten Gordon Ramsay sticking his finger in my face and telling me to stop it. I'm, he was I'm, like yeah. heated about it too. And I did like that when they cut back to Alejandro and Sean, like Sean was just so confident, like 
that didn't come from me. I'm all good and all. And Alejandro just took one like, man, it probably made him from me. Yeah, I, just... say, I feel like he's he was mentally checked out yeah. already at this point because he's been like in the bottom, and I think he's done. Yeah, he was just sort of. Uh, and now when it gets down to the end everybody's rushing they're already commenting the blue team because they're going spastic at the end of it they're they're way behind in terms of plating they have so yeah. much left to go with only like 90 seconds left and they're just throwing shrimp like crazy the way they're supposed to be and like nathan's running around i've got two shrimp i've got two more move it and then he has his like um uh snap peas yes and he's like ah, <laughs> ah i have five and she's like just put them on the plate and he's like you said to count them well, it's like it's like be be smart enough to know we're at the end. Like get something on the plate, and he's just like, I didn't count them. Bah. <laughs> no, it's so terrible. And so when time runs out, they say, oh, you know, hands up, everybody. And so I, you know, I, I guess I would need to play that back. But Andrea felt like that Nathan kind of hit her at the time up. So then she went back and slugged him too. Well, no, what happened was, did you see him hit her? Because was it like was it deliberate or was it just accidental? No, it was deliberate. Um, I almost want to like go back and watch it because she had said something or like I don't know if she elbowed him or like his, he was like over her and she I, I can't remember what she like what her reaction was if she either said something or if she had like moved her arm and he went like that with the napkin and then she went and like pushed him. I don't blame her. I would have done the same thing. Plus, at the same time, you have a lot of heat going through you and adrenaline. You're just all worked up. And and at that point, they were all probably wanting to punch him in the face. Yeah. And so he got on her and she pushed him. And girlfriend, I don't blame you. Well, you just saw like even just at the beginning when they're trying to start, they're deciding what they're going to cook. And you see the beginning process for the blue team. Just a lot of cutaway shots to like Gordon just shaking his head like, what is going on? What is going on? <laughs> That's how we felt. Um, they like your scruff. Oh, well, thanks, everybody. All right. Look at me. Mm. Didn't see the first hit. Okay. I mean, I almost want to go back and see because I know he was, like, on her. Because I remember he hit her with a napkin, and then that's when she pushed him. So I can't remember if she, like, hit him first or if it was just because he was, like, right on top of her back or if he said something. I can't remember. But he, like, hit her with a napkin. Yeah, it was nice to, like, our first, like, physical altercation there in one of the challenges. I wonder if we can find the video of him. We're going uh, to have to look it up. You know, and it's just like, I feel like the way Nathan, just you know, regardless of his behavior, but just the fact that he felt like so, I had such a lack of confidence in terms of cutting and preparing the vegetables. Mm-hmm. That right there just tells me this kid is not MasterChef material. He's not going to go the distance. I mean, if you have to ask how to cut tomatoes, come you, on, dude. Yeah, you have to be honest with yourself and just know I'm not going to win this competition. There's just no way. Okay, I'm really trying to find if I can find the video. <laughs> <laughs> so we see, we end up though, the red team, they've got a uh, pan-seared chicken with candied bacon, sweet potato mash, and a balsamic vinegar. I mean, as we talked about, it looks like, like just like something like at a banquet. You get that yeah, and you get yeah, served out to you. Yeah, it didn't really look special. Uh, the blue team, they, they, they had, they, they had uh, grilled shrimp and they had coconut rice, snap peas, and then they had the uh, something else, the lemon. The Oh, you said the shrimp? the um, Coconut rice? The coconut rice. I snap thought it, peas. it had some lemongrass in there yes. as well. And then um, I think there was like a dipping sauce for the shrimp, wasn't there? Yeah, on the side. Yeah. There was like a dipping sauce. Uh, they hand it out, and we get to just see what the uh, the uh, all the uh, kids start thinking. And it seems predominantly. I I really thought the red team, as we started, as we talked about, just by team alone, I thought red team was going to easily win this. You know, Nathan is, and the way they were cutting it, it seemed like Nathan was just going to be the downfall of the blue team. It looked like he was really going to be the downfall. But I mean, you started hearing enough of the opinions from this uh, from the kids, just talking about the just the taste, the mm-hmm. taste, the taste, the taste, and it just seemed like a you know they, for a lot of people the chicken was just kind of bland. Yeah, and that's that's I'm, which surprised me. You cooked it in bacon. Like, what happened? And I feel like I, it seems to me that for it to get that far, 
like how could you not like be tasting that along the way and realizing that guys it's not we're not getting a lot of saltiness we're not getting anything out yeah of this. i don't i mean i mean unless they're thinking that just that little strip of candy bacon was just enough that was gonna but that's yeah. just so tiny compared to the rest of the chicken yeah and maybe it just I mean, maybe they thought they didn't need to season it because they were cooking it in the bacon fat i don't know Oh man, it, it was disappointing. So when they bring everybody together, uh, yeah. it is no as as Gordon says, it was no contest that the blue team won hands down on this. Eighty percent. Yeah, sorry, red team. Uh, it was surprising. So the red team's got to go to the pressure test, and it seemed awkward because we both commented to each other. It's like you did not take the cake, but I'm going to. Yeah, and then she picked up the cake. I was like, uh, <laughs> wait, what is she going to do something? And then it kind of clicked, but. And we find out that that the the challenge for the pressure test is a baking test. I was really excited about this, of course. Yes, and yeah. who better to have uh, with you while you're watching a baking pressure test than Maria Provenzano, <laughs> making delicious treats, baking them all the time. So good, even though she, there's no tonight, so I can't vouch okay. for tonight's what they would have been. But I'm sure they would have been great. They would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> I do actually make a really good chocolate cake. Really? You know what I do? It's like a secret. So they, in here, we're making a lot of butter-based cakes, which is fine um, and dandy. And, like, I, sorry, you guys, my allergies are so bad. I, like, ugh, keep sneezing. Um, but, so butter-based cakes are great because butter is such great flavor. But um, if you use oil, like a good oil, like sunflower seed um, oil, I really like using, or grapeseed oil, um, you get a really moist cake. What about and- applesauce? <sighs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to shut down. Well, the thing that you can use applesauce, but they, they generally use, I think if, if you're making like an apple flavored cake, it would be great. But people use it as a substitute. Um, I would use a sour cream to make things more moist. You use a sour cream or a buttermilk. You want the, um, the, the tanginess and that causes, that reacts with the baking powder, baking soda, whatever. And that's what makes it kind of light and fluffy and tender. Um, but here's a secret. So when I make my chocolate cakes, um, I use an oil-based, and then I add, because um, you're using cocoa powder, and um, and then you add in a cup of hot coffee, hot coffee, because what it does is it actually makes the cocoa in the cocoa powder, like, bloom, and it makes it more flavorful, plus coffee and um, chocolate go really well together. So you find a certain coffee to pair it with that you know pairs well with coffee, like a, a certain dragon or something. I'm sorry, say that again. Like Komodo dragon or like Verona or like a French. Oh, a certain chocolate that goes with no, it. I like mean, you're a using coffee you're... that you make sure like, oh, this definitely no. pairs well. No, I'll, I mean, all basically all coffee goes with chocolate. It's not like wine. It's not like how different wines go won't go well with chocolate and will. Like you wouldn't, you know, necessarily. You would have like a Vinsanto to go with a, a dessert and you wouldn't necessarily have like a Pinot Noir or, or a, a Sauvignon Blanc to go with dessert. Wine, like not tons of wines go well with chocolate. There's certain ones. Coffee, on the other hand, coffee is sort of like the, the flavor profile is going to be somewhat even throughout. You're going to have some more rich and some that are not, you know what I mean? But essentially coffee is coffee. So it's going to go with chocolate. But it, could you just use, cause you're talking about it's got to be Manny's hot coffee. works too. Sorry. Manny's does work too. As opposed That's to sour thing. cream. Yeah, I mean, oh. yeah, I would, I wouldn't use them together. Yeah, it'd be like one or the other. But sorry, <laughs> I'm like, you, you'd think I was around a cat like five seconds ago. I don't know what it is about LA's weather right now. I'm like a sneezing maniac. But anyways, I think it's so. my, I think it's my beard. That's what it is. <laughs> I'm allergic to Frank's beard. Thank you, everybody. I gotta oh, go. That is so funny. <laughs> the, because you're saying that the coffee's got to be hot. Could it be? What if you just poured hot water? And is it the heat that makes the the, the cocoa bloom? It is. Mm-hmm. So if you just poured hot water in there, would you get the same effect? But 
And you wouldn't have the coffee. I mean, so you don't necessarily taste coffee in the cake. It just makes the chocolate taste richer and better. Mm, okay. Yeah, and don't you fold in bean egg whites to make cake fluffer. You definitely can. There's just then you would I wouldn't do the um I wouldn't do the coffee because <laughs> that'll just melt the um the egg whites. But yeah, I know a lot of people when you're making like a really nice nice um chiffon cake, you can fold in the egg whites and it makes it really light and beautiful and pretty. But you wouldn't get the cocoa blooming, so you're just that kinda... would be for I I wouldn't necessarily. I mean, if you do it, you could do it with a chocolate cake, um, definitely. But it would be just yeah, two different. I mean, there's so many ways to make cakes. There, it's not just like eggs, flour, butter kind now, of thing. See, I'm a fan of dark chocolate. That's where I love that stuff. So if you mm. had to choose between milk or dark, so your chocolate cake, how how dark are we getting? It's rich. It's really rich. I'll have to make it. Well, you guys heard it here, everybody. I think Maria Provenzano is committed to making this chocolate oh, cake. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh, I, think, we just, I think that was uh, that was a, a verbal agreement. So it, it's it's we're you know bound by law by now. So I guess I am. Yeah. After Buzz TV exclusive. Oh that's, my god! Uh, <laughs> that's right. When you get the After Buzz TV exclusive, then for sure it has to happen. I'm just saying. There uh, you go. You walked right into that. I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> When's your birthday, Frank? Uh, November. Oh, Hell's Kitchen time. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Bye, yeah. I am never uh, going to be able to leave this uh, place. Uh, uh, Frankie's talking uh, me into doing all the shows yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't wait. All right. I mean, end of September, uh, Hell's Kitchen returns. Oh, Lord help me. That's what we're talking about Gordon Ramsay shows. But <laughs> that's in the future. All we know is that a chocolate cake at some point is going to be uh, in front of my face, and I can't wait. <laughs> so we do find out that pressure test those. They have to cook a three-layer frosted and decorated uh, birth, uh, cake. It doesn't have to be a birthday cake. It could be any kind of themed cake. No, it cake. was birthday cake. Wasn't it birthday, birthday themed? Cake, birthday. It was Sweet 16, yes. right? Uh, and that uh, uh, Christina very uh, carefully cut into a cake that she had made. I always wonder about that. Do you think she made it? She's supposed to be, like, legit when yeah. it comes to... Do you think she made it, though? Maybe. I think if her name's on it, she probably did. Yeah. It's like how me, I'm, I'm OCD. I would be crazy if someone was like, "This is Maria made this. I would actually want to make it. Because, yeah, you just don't know. If it's you... your craft, I would. I personally would doubt if this is your craft and your name's on it, I would make it. All right. So she cuts it open. You see that every layer uh, for all the sponge, all even, and then the layers of frosting in between, all yeah. even as well. Mm-hmm. Have some nice decorations on the top of it there. Really impressive. It's got to be Master Chef quality. And yeah. they get 90 minutes to do it. 90 minutes is that, I mean, that's just barely enough time, right? I mean, barely. And I would say it's, it's possible if you have a blast chiller, which it didn't seem like that was the case for them. But I mean, a lot of competition shows that you watch on the Food Network and things like that. Blast chiller. I mean, even for like uh, Iron Chef, which I love, uh, they have the blast chiller because you they they have an hour. Well, they have an hour. I mean, this, this is an hour and a half, but they have an hour to do certain things. But this specifically, because it's dessert and because it's cakes. I mean, I I make my cakes. Sometimes I make my cakes the day before and then frost them the next day. Like that's how long you can go. You know, it's just. It seems unreasonable to uh, to make them do that without a blast chiller. It's just like asking for the frosting to melt all over everything. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it's certainly uh, Ed, the Edward and Gordon, they know right up front, as they say, like, this is a really tough challenge. Yeah. We've kind of made this almost uncomfortably so. Yeah. And uh, Edward, I like to add, like Edward said, so you have to have the same intensity at the beginning and let that intensity continue all the way through if you're going to be able to make it out in time. Yeah. 
Um, so I'm laughing because what they're saying in the chat. The time she goes. The timing. Um, the timing thing bothered me too. In the time, um, no one's cake would have matched Christina's. I agree with you because the frosting was so thick in hers, but her cake had plenty of time to cool. Thank you. I agree with you. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You can't compare it to that. You can't compare it to that because she wasn't in. Then put her in the competition with them, and see if she makes the cake equal or better than. In the same night. That's very true. Everybody else is in the cooking challenges. Yeah, we haven't seen Christina on, in one Christina. yet. Yeah, we have Come not on. seen her in one yet. And if you're going to bake, teach them how to bake. Do do what Gordon Ramsay does and stand there in front of them and teach them how to do something. Because she doesn't do that. Gordon Ramsay teaches them how to kill and get all the meat out of a lobster. Or how to like cut a chicken so that you have beautifully, um, so beautiful cuts to do fried chicken. He t- can stand up there and teach you anything. When it comes to cooking, do you feel like the reason that she doesn't is because just the whole process would take so long? In terms I, of, I, the, I mean, it will get to make a whole cake, yeah, yeah. But in terms of like a technique, maybe a frosting, t- I don't know. I mean, if hmm. she wanted to show the technique of doing, you know, the drippings that she had like on the top of the cake, I'm telling, I, I think she needs to. You want to see her, you know, put her money where her mouth is. Yes. Yeah, if you're going to be judging everybody, let's just see what you can do. We Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, Gordon Ramsay does it. Gordon Ramsay does it. And Chef uh, Lee, who was there this yep. time with a cool shirt, he <laughs> he <laughs> did it. And we, we've we seen, um, oh, Chef Aron Sanchez. Sanchez. Yep, he cooked it out. Yes. Chef. Even, even Chef Christina. Uh, Christine uh, from Wolfgang Puck. Le- yeah, Wolfgang Puck did it. And then the one from the, yeah, we're just naming everybody. Yeah. Come on, Christina. That's true. She is. She hasn't. I mean, other than just showing us this lovely cake, she. Made. I would love to see her bake. I would love to learn something from her. And I think make a pie. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, she needs to bake on the spot. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, hashtag bake on the spot. Uh. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. This is Lee Jen who is saying these comments. I love you, and I hope I'm saying your name right. Um, L E I Lee. I'm yeah. assuming Jen. Thank you. I love your comments. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, anyways, I love all the comments in the chat. I love when people are, like, actually saying what I'm thinking. There you go. All right. We all agree on this. That's right. See, uh, Maria loves when people agree with her. Yes, I do. Yep, that's right. Yes, I do. (laughs) That is... I agree with that. (laughs) (laughs) So we see them getting right into it with 90 minutes. uh, Yes. And... Uh, already, uh, people just—you were loving Terry because I love what Terry's approach was. That he wanted to uh, make a wedding cake yeah. uh, when he got married, and his wife said no. So he wanted she to use this as no. an opportunity to do that. Now I love—I love him. I mean, he's just a big teddy bear. Yeah. Now, yeah. I mean, uh, say our your husband uh, when you guys got married, he said like, "All right, you know what I do? I, I would love to make our wedding cake." Okay. Here's the difference is that <laughs> Terry loves to cook and, you know, bake. Like, remember the pie he made that was so beautiful? My husband, I mean, he can grill some stuff. That's, 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 that's it. it. But even yeah. if he said, you know, Maria, you've baked me so many great things during the time that we've been together mm-hmm. that I would love to just uh, to show you how much I love you and how much I've, you know, I, I've learned from you. Oh, I Lay. Wanna... Okay. Sorry. Lay Jen. Oh. Sorry. Thank you. I would love to take this moment to to show you how much I love you by baking you our wedding cake. Okay, not for our wedding. Um, oh, no, no, absolutely not. Man, I just did. But I do a, a quick funny story. He did make me a cake one time. He threw me a surprise birthday party. And he made a cake. And when he did the cake, he did it with his sister who was going to help him. And she's like, okay, well, let's go get like a box and put it together. She's like, he's like, no, I have to make it from scratch. It's for Maria. She's, she's not... It's a terrible thing to say. It makes me sound like a snob, but I'm kind of a food snob. She's not going to eat anything from a box. 
Oh, <laughs> which is true. I I don't, and so he made me a birthday cake from scratch. I think it no, it was two layers. It was a two layer nine inch cake, chocolate. Uh, tried to make the one that I always make with the hot coffee in it, and uh, sort of attempted frosting, like a chocolate frosting. And it was wasn't... it was pretty good. It was just. <laughs> It was pretty good. And what did you tell him, though, at the time? That it was pretty good. Uh, that was, well, I, I admire your honesty. I admire your honesty. But could you really tell the difference if he had just made it from, oh, a, yeah. from a box? Oh, I, I, can't, I can't even tell you last time I had box cake. So maybe, maybe not. But if, like, so as long as you, if you didn't know it was from a box and you ate it, could you tell the difference between like a, a made from scratch as well as a from you know a box what? cake? I think box cakes are have so, like, so much in them that almost makes them foolproof. So they're probably good. You know what I mean? So They're anybody can. Good. Yeah, I love box cake. I love <laughs> My it. My sister's favorite cake is funfetti. Oof. So, but you can make your own funfetti. Just add sprinkles to the batter. Or you can just get a cake in a box <laughs> and just do it that way. You don't have to worry. It's really yeah. much simple. You just put some eggs in there, some oil. You whip it away. Maybe some applesauce. You want to keep it a little healthier. <laughs> That's just me. Mayo. I'll I'll take the mayo over the applesauce. Mayo. You know, just... I got a. Oof. If you had to choose between mayo or sour cream. Sour cream all the way. Oh okay. my god, I could swim in sour cream. It's like the best thing ever tune into next week's master chef <laughs> after show uh when we have a big tub of sour cream and maria's gonna swim inside it all right it's gonna be exciting what an episode swim. that's right because it's a two-hour episode so we need to do something momentous <laughs> so to celebrate that maria will swim in a big tub of sour cream Woo-wee. wow <laughs> blind taste test that they're saying here huge difference but okay so christopher said huge difference blind taste test are you so homemade is definitely in my mind i'm thinking definitely better I can doctor a box cake. Okay, yeah, you can make your own box cake better. And that's the thing. I think box cakes probably taste really... I mean, nothing tastes like a good quality homemade cake, but there. here's the thing. A bad quality homemade cake is going to taste worse than a box cake because box cake is foolproof. Does that make sense? Yeah. Am I making sense? Okay. Now, see, cause I, I love a box cake, but I, like a sheet cake that you get from a grocery store... Can't stand that. No. No, no, no. Because yeah. I like the frostings too much. I don't care about it. Yeah. It's overly sweet. Um, yes. And they use uh, shortening Ugh. a lot. My mom makes her buttercream half shortening, half butter. I do mine all butter. It's not uh, as easy to spread. Not as like, because shortening is processed. So it's, it's, it's more sturdy. It can stand up to, I'm assuming she probably has that. And uh, Christina probably had it in her icing. Uh, I'm assuming, but I like the taste of just butter and buttercream. I don't know. I, I'm a, I, I enjoy the nice like, whipped frosting. You like it really light? Yes, because like if cupcakes, like I just need just a little frosting on top. I'm not a huge frosting guy. Mm. I like frosting. Oh, okay. <laughs> but even like a cupcakes when they when they do the big huge swirl, like that's just way too much frosting to cake. Well, you're not ratio. eating it right. How are you, wait? So how am I supposed <laughs> to be eating it? Okay, homemade is better. Yes, I agree with you. Um, but, okay, so take your cupcake. This is your cupcake. And you literally have to take, you've seen people do this. I know you have. Take the bottom part off. Then there's like that top of the cupcake that's like the muffin top. Yes. With That already has a frosting on it. And then you take the bottom and you sandwich it. And then you, so that, yeah, I'm not kidding. I've we're going to try this. I've never heard that before. Oh, my God, we're going to do this. We are going to do this. <laughs> Really? You, Sometime on this okay. on one of these after shows in this season of MasterChef when I have the time. To <laughs> We're in Sandlot right now, and she just taught you how to eat a cupcake. When he's like, come on, Smalls, you don't know what a s'more is? Like, 
I've never heard that before either, Frank. So I'm with you. What? Thank you, James. Oh Thank you. Oh my God, you just don't understand. <laughs> yeah, you know. Oh my God, it was funny. I felt like okay. So when Christina, you know, cuts these slices of cake, she's like, "I might seem little, but I love cake." Like that's me. I'm like, that's. I should say that because that I might be little, but. I know my desserts. Man, I'm I'm impressed. That that is cool. I, oh I want to. I want to. So it's I'm a sandwich. It's sandwiched, like frosting sandwich. Well, yeah, I guess. But that's like. But like the the. But the, if you don't like frosting. Yeah, then, it then it's not going to work. It's not going to matter. No, that's right. Oh, well, yeah, that's very very true. So you liked yours. You like yours really whipped. Yes. There you go. All right, now you guys know a little bit more about that's right. Frank yeah, Moran. Yeah, wow. It's, uh, yeah, we're sharing secrets tonight on the next step after show. <laughs> I want to swim in sour cream, <laughs> and Frank doesn't like frosting. Yeah, that's right. Look at this. Look at this. Secrets revealed. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not swimming in sour cream. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You've already said that you were going to. So, I mean, that's uh, right there. I mean, that that was a verbal commitment you made on there. That uh, I feel like that's another AfterBuzz exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, James. So that right there, you are committed. I will get get the tub. We're going in no. next week. Uh, we'll, we're, she'll, she'll put on goggles. It'll be nice. We won't get any in her eyes. It's going to be very safe. Very fun. Very fun. Uh, so now, as Gordon goes around and talks, as much as we were really aw about Terry, yeah. uh, Dan, Dan the man, oh my uh, God, he says, uh, I, I like the idea of his cook. It was going to be cookies and cream cake. So it seemed intriguing, but uh, he didn't. He was going to do a little Dan surprise. And when Gordon asked what that was, he says, like, I prefer not to tell you, which already, like, I feel like if Gordon is asking you several times to tell him what the surprise is, tell him what the surprise is, because there's probably a good reason that it's not a great surprise, and he's going to steer you clear of making that horrible mistake. And, you know, I thought he was going on a good path, because a really great way, oh my gosh, (laughs) so Leigh, sorry, this is totally sign up, Leigh Jen says, also a small girl who loves desserts. That she goes, um, if the cake and cupcakes made very well, um, very little frosting, and it tastes good. So I can devour you, a good moist cake with no frosting. I agree with you. Thank you, I, Leigh. I, I, my husband can just eat frosting. I feel like I, I like a balance. But I do <sighs> like I do like good frosting. I make a good sour cream chocolate frosting. Well, wow. It's oh. on my website. If you want a good chocolate I think it's. I think the actual title of it, title of it is best chocolate frosting ever, or something like that. I managed to have done it. Um, I did the actual post a couple years ago, but the recipe is really good. Guys, check that out on our website. For me, chocolate I will just frosting. beg Maria until she bakes it okay. and makes it in here for me. That that's that's my secret to, to making it. It's that. pretty rich. It's not a light whipped one. I'll, I'll take rich, okay. but as long as they're not like like uh, unless because uh, that's what I hate when you have like cake and then the frosting is like no, taller. No, yeah, than the, okay. Ugh, that's. That's when I'm like, see you later, cupcake. Oh my goodness! There you Frank. go. That's uh, that's when I feel like I just eat. What I'll do in that case when the frosting's too high, I will eat the cupcake from the bottom like oh. this, <laughs> and then once I get up to the top, then I just like see you later. Bye. And yeah. I, yeah. Um, but Dan, so I thought it was it was clever uh, when he put the chopped Oreos, and who yes. doesn't like Oreos? I mean, come on, and they're they're vegan. Um, in case you're trying to be healthy, so <laughs> you. He was putting them around the outside, which is a great way to conceal an imperfect cake and make it look pretty. Very true. Yeah. Kind of hiding up all your flaws. Plus it adds texture. 
which is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. I've done that where I've added crumbs around the outside, and you cut in and you get that sort of crunch because I love texture and things. I'm always trying to figure out cooking and baking what creates texture because that's what makes it interesting. And that nice crunch on the outsides, it's really good. Would you have taken some and sprinkled it in with the uh, the layers of frosting in, in the in the layers? I'd have to think about that. Was that too much? Uh, I'm thinking it could be. Um, I think on the outside it's just enough. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we see the, 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 the it's a big thing about the cooks. So they get another cakes in long enough. Tenori happens to be the one to get the in last. Uh, but then we see the cakes. Uh, they're starting pulling the cakes out and start start frosting. Yeah. Uh, and this is the point where it, it would be interesting to know if a blast chiller was available to them because yes, it just seems ninety minutes. Given what you were saying about that, I, I feel like there had to be a blast chiller because some people are able to frost right away. And who knows how long they let their cakes rest? I guess it's tough to tell in terms of it how soon they seem like it though. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would think you'd show that that moment. I feel like you have. I mean, if they're not showing it, I don't. I don't think there would have been the mess of. I mean, it's a blast chiller. I don't think there would have been the mess with the frosting without yeah. it. Yeah. And speaking of the mess, we get Sean and watching him try to frost his cake. It was painful. Man, so his frosting just starts melting right away, and then he starts wiping it off. That was disturbing to watch him wipe all that frosting was, off. You know, I don't know if there would have been a better way. I don't know what to do in that point. Like, Wait, why not just get like a like a spatula or something, and then just kind of scrape it off this way? Did he just get like, get like a cloth, yeah. and he was just wiping with the cloth. His emotions get the best of him sometimes. And I, I did like Gordon he gets so frazzled. Wiping, uh, he's wipe, wiping somebody's backside. <laughs> yeah, I laughed. That was really funny. Well, because even at the beginning, he felt like he was still carrying over some of the residue of losing the uh, mm. the, the challenge. Yeah. And I did like Gordon, just like, hey, well, you got to just stop. Take a breath. Uh, so we get everything done. Every the, the last second, Eric, who had said, you know, for his like, you know, sometimes to bake for the guys at the station. Uh, you know, I want to. I want to do this fire truck, the uh, kind of decorated cake. That all went out the window. Though. I mean, it wasn't even close. No, there was nothing on that cake that resembled. I mean, at ten seconds left, he's running to grab candles and just throwing them in at the top. And I mean, if you want that bright, vibrant red, you need food coloring. It's yeah. just at the end of the day, that was just not good at all. So they bring all their cakes up to the front. Even Eric, as he he says, you know, I'm looking down and I'm just seeing all these fantastic cakes, and then there's mine, and maybe Alejandro's doesn't look that great either. Yeah, uh, they taste Eric's. They say it looks terrible. Oh, sorry. Which it does. No worries. <laughs> I'm just sneezing. Uh, I'm so sorry. But it, that it tastes okay, but it could have packed more of a punch, especially in the terms of the coloring and with yeah, the, yeah, the coloring yeah. and the flavor of the the frosting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Sean, though, man, surprisingly, for as much flop sweat as he had, for as much for as for as much what flop sweat. Okay. <laughs> flop sweat, that's where you where you're just like just getting. Like, I, you're just I think you said flop sweat the first time we saw yes, him. Yes. Yeah. There okay. you go. Yeah. Oh, a lot of flop I think sweat. I had the same reaction. What? <laughs> flop, let me know if you guys say flop sweat. Yeah. Who doesn't? Come on, James. You say flop sweat. Never heard of it. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Damn it, everybody. And you lost my pen now. <laughs> He's got Maddie through his pen. Uh, uh, but Sean, though, uh, he pulls it off. As much as we thought that it, it, this was going to fall apart, given the way the frosting was melting, yes. uh, and him wiping somebody's backside, it came across really good. And it looked, I mean, just the look of it, it looked nice. Yeah. Seeing where he started when he was trying to frost. Yeah. I, boy, that cake looked actually pretty good. Excuse me, you guys, uh, this is bad. Yeah. Um, so the... I haven't to sneeze again. Why right. am I getting yeah. sneezing attacks when the show starts? Right, I was totally fine yeah. when we were watching. Anyways, the flavors I thought that kind of across the board was interesting too, that people really like didn't just do chocolate and vanilla. They really tried to go above and beyond with all the fruit. Yeah. 
And I felt like uh, other than uh, other than Dan, nobody else did chocolate. Everybody else did like uh, more of a um, right. yeah vanilla base with fruits and stuff. Yeah, yeah. which is, was... can be ambitious. Yeah, and I don't know if that's I, I would have gone chocolate. But a I lemon curd is ambitious to make. Yeah, speaking of lemon curd, I mean Terry's. Sorry, we'll get there. Yeah, I Terry's. Know, but... where they, I mean Terry's looked impressive. Just they had just the appearance of itself. Yes. I could definitely see that being some sort of like wedding esque cake. Yeah, and it wasn't. It wasn't really for a sweet sixteen. I would. I mean, I would have been happy with that as a cake. But I think they wanted something that was a little bit more birthday cake themey. I think that's why Sean's Sean won because of the impressive decoration and the colors were more vibrant. But in terms of if you look at it in terms of. I guess presentation and overall appearance of just what looked the best. I think Terry's did, and then when they cut into it, it wasn't as even though. No, I felt like that top layer was a little indented compared yeah. to the other ones. But he hit it really well. Yeah, and I did like uh, like as Maria was saying, they're like her and Christina, like man, because that slice that Christina cut out of there, that was a huge, huge slice. Huge, I mean, yeah. she just went boom. Three layers is a big cake. I was I mean, impressed. I was I like, mean, all right. Thank you, Christina. I'll take – you can you can cut my cake anytime. You yeah. know, sort of those kind of slices. Well, yeah. That's the best way to see it, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, but baker. it's like, you know, I hate when you go to the bakery and they're like, hey, you want a slice of cake? And then they just cut you off like this little slice and you're paying like eight bucks for it. You're like, no, no, no. I pay eight bucks. It I only want happens a, in L.A. I want like a huge wedge of a cake. Yeah. That's what I want. I want the, for eight bucks, I want to buy a whole cake. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Tenoria, she does – she put lavender in her cake. I'm not a fan of lavender myself. I love lavender, but if you're going to make a lavender in something, you make like a lavender simple syrup or something like something like that. But you cannot put whole pieces of lavender on the top. You said they look like mouse dripping. They're dropping, dripping. (laughs) Uh, Then we have Alejandro, which unfortunately his... he 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 put like uh, like a chocolate on top of the cake, and it kind of conflicted with all the other tropical flavors that he had inside. He had passion yeah. fruit and stuff. Yeah, I didn't think that was that didn't seem like a, it would have worked together. Yeah, and he he frosted his cake back when it was still too hot, so everything just kind of melted, and it was hard to distinguish what was sponge and what was frosting. And that was true; it really was. You couldn't see. I'm sorry, what they're saying in the chat. Uh, so Jazz four one one seven three. Um oh, jazz. he said, like I said, it seems like it's for the show with the drama in one team, then surprise, the other team is up for elimination. So meaning like, you know, with the melting of the frosting and things like that. So you never know how they edit it. So he might have taken Sean might have taken his cake out and then just really tried to rush it, but maybe his cake was done before everybody, so he ended up having time. To let it, let it cool. Yeah, no, that's it's true. It's just the way they edit. So I agree with you. Uh, then we end it with Dan. Uh, we get to find out what Dan's surprise was. And he made a nautical cake, which Gordon asked, what's a nautical cake? And basically all that meant was that they made a little anchor out of pretzels and then had little peanut butter cups kind of being like the uh, the, the chains of that anchor. And that was ridiculous. Did not work? I, I don't understand. Like, he's like, this anchor's stupid. Uh, it was it was, it was was beyond. I mean, it was just idiotic. And dancing is like it well, was so. It was. It's like it's me on a plate. Like what's an what's an anchor? What does that mean? Are you a, like do you sail or boat or something? Yeah, I. And no other part of it had anything to do. Um, sorry, I'm going back to chat for a sec. Sort of digress. Uh, so they um, Christopher said he made lavender or he uh, had lavender lemonade today. 
Ugh. Oh my god, I that have sounds a, terrible. It's so good. What? I have a recipe on my website for oh, lavender oh, lemonade. I, that does not. I, you told oh me my that, god, like it's raspberry so lemonade. Good. Boom, I'm Christopher, there. it's good, right? Lavender lemonade. I mean, fresh lemon juice. I love lavender. I mean, you gotta, you yeah. gotta try it. Christopher, you can be honest. I mean, it's just us in the chat. You know, you can be honest. You can tell me how terrible this lavender lemonade was. No, it's really good. I can't be. There's um, no way that's possible. <laughs> that's so funny uh, Jazz said uh, not really cake guy but now I want some brownies Brian um, oh yeah I know Alejandro they liked him yes so we get down to the end and we find out that the person that had the best uh, best cake Sean which Sean. I thought I thought for sure it was going to be Terry but then hearing some of the yeah. other like uh, you know the short the short upper upper layer uh, maybe perhaps not themed as properly towards yeah. Sweet 16 yeah uh, so Sean ends up having the cake of the day Yes. Uh, so look at that. From a man who is wiping somebody's backside, he walks up to that, <laughs> that balcony there triumphantly. Then we have uh, Terry and we've got Dan. They both come through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like Dan has hopefully learned his lesson. Like, don't, don't more dance surprises. And he, uh, Chef Lee called it frivolous. Yes. Frivolous. He just seems to have some growing up to do. Yeah, well, you know, but, he, but I appreciate him because he wears shorts. Thank you. Thank you, Dan. He wears shorts in the kitchen. I love you. <laughs> Nathan, take note, please. Uh, so then it comes down to we've got Eric, Tenoria, and Alejandro. Yes. Uh, and, you know, Tenoria, she is surprisingly, for being as strong as she was, she kind of stumbled on this. Not as, not as bad as Eric and Alejandro did. But, yeah. she, I mean, it was very sweet, and there were some serious errors, as they said in there. But I did not have any fear that, given out of the three of them, yeah. I didn't think Tenoria was in any real danger. No, I didn't think so either. I agree. I, I, was, I would not have been surprised to see Eric. But I feel like the, yeah. the fact that even though his fla- his frosting didn't have a lot of flavor to it, at least it was there. I mean, comparatively between him and Alejandro, both cakes were kind of decorated, kind of eh. So I think it really yeah, came down to taste. Yeah, I think it, yeah, I agree with you. It came down to taste. And then Alejandro, I think the real mistake was adding the chocolate on top because I don't, just don't think it worked. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, they bring out Alejandro first, which sometimes makes you think like, oh, that person's going to be safe. They're going to kind of really take him to the edge and then say, but we're going to give you another week. And they felt weird the way that Gordon saw it. It's like, you had too many mistakes. You had so many mistakes, but and you felt like we're going to give you another chance. But yeah. that, it weird, seemed weird that that, that but, seemed, that whole sentence seemed they awkward. They all do that, yeah. But, uh, it was too much anyway. So we're gonna send you home. Like it seems so weird to me the way he said that. Like it should have maybe been an and instead of a but, because the but made it seem too weird. It like, allows for editing. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess you get like the but gives you a nice little pause. But like, oof, I feel like it. It didn't make sense the no. way they steered it around. No. So Alejandro goes home. Uh, no hugs. You know, no handshakes with the judges. Uh, but it still seems like but pleasant. Still, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, and uh, you know, are you are you disappointed? Like, well, yeah, I think I think uh, yeah, I think everybody really liked him. He had a nice personality. Yeah, but I felt like he came in strong and then started uh, kind of as the weeks went on, started kind of stumbling. He did. He struggled a lot in the in the last. Um, <laughs> James is telling us to rap. Um, oh my gosh, Christopher kept said he goes. They were it was so good. He kept getting uh, refills, so we took some of the lavender mm. love and ate home with him. Oh, oh, uh, Chris- I would have too, Christopher. I don't know, Christopher. I don't, ugh, I'm scared. Uh, so, all right. So, uh, real quick, as we get ready to wrap it up here, now see where we're at right now. Are you changing who, uh, who you're rooting for for the competition? I still think Terry, Brandy, and um, Tenoria are the top three. Oh, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm still going with Tenoria and Terry. I think that's it. And Sean, okay. I'm putting Sean as my dark horse. I agree with you. I think Sean is a dark horse. Yeah. I think if he keeps his cool, he could go far. Yeah. But I can't see any, I, I right now I can't see anybody else. I mean, you're saying Brandy, I'm saying Sean, but I can't see anybody David, else really. I think is, he may, I don't think he would 
win it, but I think he could be a dark horse, like under the radar and then pop up. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I guess that is a strategy. I got to see him put to the test then. Yeah. To see if he comes through. Yeah. All right, folks, that is going to do it for this episode of the MasterChef After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. But uh, feel free to like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on our iTunes there. Follow us on Twitter. We love to continue the conversation even after the show is over. Maria, where can they find you online? Okay, sorry. You can find me at Maria Provenzano on Twitter. And one last thing to our chat. They go, so next week, MasterChef After Show, Fear Factor Edition, Maria swims in may- and mayonnaise and Frank and Frosty. Yeah. Oh, who cannot watch that? And Frank needs to try the lemonade. I think uh, that is, you guys, our know, chat guys. was awesome this show. <laughs> You guys are amazing. Yes, thanks so much for but jumping yes. in the chat. So yes. everything you need, uh, Marie Provenzano. Yes, you can go at Marie Provenzano on Twitter. My website's there. Lavender Lemonade's there. Uh, everything you need. You can follow me on Twitter at Happy Go Jackie. Uh, check us out next week. It's a two-hour episode of Master Chef. So we're going to be breaking down two episodes for the price of one here. And we're going to make sure we get that uh, sweet sour cream tub all set. It's going to be exciting. I have not yes, sweated yes. sour yeah. No, get I am not. ready. Sour cream. Sour cream. <laughs> sour cream. See you next Rusting, time, everybody. Rusting, Rusting. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 